What's going on, wrestling fans? My name is Connor, and welcome back to another episode of the Pro of Connor Knows Rest of the Connor Knows Wrestling Podcast. My name is Connor, and what you're about to listen to is a pre-recorded episode of Connor Knows Wrestling with Austin Stroop as we give our preview and predictions for AEW's Double or Nothing this Saturday, May 25th. Enjoy the show. What's happening, wrestling fans? This is Conrad Cushman from Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans for the fans. And we drop a podcast every Wednesday, and you can catch us on Saturdays on Brain Buster Radio. And right now, you're listening to Connor Knows Wrestling Podcast. What's going on, guys? It is my name. It is me, Connor back here with another preview and predictions uh, episode with the man, the one and only Austin Stroop. And Austin, tell the people what are we going to preview and give our predictions for. What show have we been excited about since January 1st? Take it away. AEW's Saturday night show in Las Vegas, Double or Nothing. Now, this is the first show of AEW's uh, inaugural, well, AEW's inaugural show, I should say. And uh, let's go ahead and I have the card pulled up here, but let's go ahead and, excuse me, let's go ahead and talk about what we just watched. Let's talk about the weigh-in. And, and the press conference. Now, what the the press conference slash weigh in? What what did you take about? What did you take from that? Uh, from what we saw before we started recording. Like what what did you kind of take from that? Uh, press conference. Well, a few things. First thing is that it's real. Um. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of hard to fathom that this is actually happening when there's no, like, you know, people will go out and say it's just a t-shirt company, they haven't put out any wrestling yet, and we're fastly approaching Double or Nothing, the first show, and the weigh-in kind of, you know, sealed the deal. The crowd was a bit dead during the weigh-in, which I hope to God isn't. Uh, part of the the Double or Nothing show because a dead crowd can ruin a show. I don't think it will be. Um, very, very sport themes. If you notice, they try to make, uh, you know, they try to make it seem like it's like an official sporting, like, as if it's like an MMA match or like a UFC match or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to take anything away from professional wrestling, but that's some kind of that's a level that we haven't seen yet out of a professional wrestling company. I don't think um, they said that was going to be their style, and they're sticking with it. And uh, if there's any more excitement that can be had on my part for Double mm-hmm. or Nothing. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think that that little conference just gave it to me. Mm-hmm. 
Now, what I what I took from this is that the weigh-in that they did with uh, Kip Saban and Sammy Guevara. Now, I want to talk about this a little bit. Even though this match is on the buy-in pre-show, they kind of built up this match uh, tonight. We saw Sammy Guevara. Uh, they got their weigh-ins. You know, Sammy Guevara went for a handshake and then... Um, Kind of kicked, uh, kept saving in the peninsula south of the equator. And what they kept, didn't keep saving say, didn't you say, you want to play like that, Sammy? I'll F you up tomorrow night or something like that. Yeah, they were, they were being explicit throughout the conference, which is a breath of fresh air because I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna throw it out there. I'm I'm a WWE guy and yeah, uh, me too, me too. Cue, cue the booing noises, but um, I am I'm a WWE guy, and WWE is so PG that we when you are. hear an official, you Swear know, like an like an official promotion using the f bomb, it just like a slap in the face, like makes mm-hmm. you wanna like, you know, wake you it, up a bit. Get your and, attention. And, and I don't know if you saw this, but AEW is TV 14. Yeah. With Double or Nothing is TV 14. Now, that leads me to believe that their weekly TV show starting October 1st, starting October 1st, will that be TV 14 as well? Because TV 14, to me, I've been watching a me and you both have been watching a PG product for so long, you know, for years. We've been watching this PG product for years, and TV 14, to see TV 14, it, it's like a whole breath of fresh air. You know, they're, they're, this goes to show that they're not afraid to push the boundaries. TV 14 was what uh, WWF was in the Attitude Era, wasn't it? Yes, and and this goes to show me that uh, that uh, yeah, yeah. And if I remember, the Attitude Era went to some crazy places sometimes. So, uh, it's it's cool to see they uh, they're not doing PG, and you know, I don't necessarily need a bunch of cussing and a bunch of crude, weird humor in my wrestling to make it good, but it's different. And one of my, one of the things that I'm looking forward to the most in AEW is that it's different. So any little thing, you know, that helps. Yeah. What, what I noticed that they also took shots at WWE tonight. You know, during this press conference, they it was like, okay, we haven't even had our first show yet. What's your, what's your movements? You know, uh, we're taking these jabs at you, but you know, what, what are you going to do about it? You can't do anything about it because we haven't even had our first shirt show yet. You know what I'm saying? Um. So, Cody Rhodes is the person that made the jabs, right? No one else really did. Mm-hmm. And he said it himself on the conference and about a million times in interviews 
He actually, like, doesn't have any, you know, um, ill feelings towards the WWE, even wishing them the best in their future endeavors, you know, not sarcastically. Can I I stop you right there? Yeah, go ahead. That, That brings me to the question that that fan asked before before he said that mm-hmm. that that got a pop out of me I, I laughed I laughed I really did and the whole MJF thing MJF man he he's amazing I love him <laughs> you know he he's like this good young arrogant cocky heel and that this is why MJF, MJF has quickly become one of my favorite wrestlers because he can talk the talk and he can walk the walk. You know what I mean? But have you seen uh, Being the Elite? Have you, are you all caught up on Being the Elite? Yeah, I might be an episode late because uh, they, I, don't, they had, I don't stay on top, of, on top of it as much as I should. But yeah, I try to. Do you remember that episode where uh, Brandy Rhodes just like straight out cussed out uh, MJF. Mm-hmm. Yeah. MJF. And last episode, he tried to feed like a brownie, like you know those like chocolate protein brownies mm-hmm. that are disgusting. He tried, you know, Pharaoh the dog. Yeah. He tried to feed one of those to uh, Pharaoh, and Brandy comes out, and he and she goes, MJF. What the f are you doing? Are you trying to feed that chocolate brownie to my dog? You know, MJF man, he's a he's a different different character. I uh, I I didn't I didn't see it enough to be absolutely sure, but I'm on, I'm almost positive that um MJF was wearing the uh, the same costume that the man who attacked Bret Hart at the WWE uh, Hall of Fame show a while ago. I didn't watch the Hall of Fame. Okay, well, just... I heard about it. I heard about it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Bret Hart got attacked by some dude. It looks like he was wearing some Reggie costume or something. Kind of like a Bob Marley sort of... Yeah, and then uh, during that MJF segment, I'm pretty sure he was wearing something like that. I honestly thought that I didn't know that was MJF for a minute. I'm like, what is this idiot doing? Yeah. I I don't know. Anyway, uh, before we move on to the main card, because we spent enough time uh, blabbing the show already, what do you think about when when Dustin came out and he he took off the, the jacket and he's like just waiting there, waiting, 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 waiting. And he turns around and the shirt says, Dusty's favorite. What did you think about that? Um, that, that That's funny. Um, I think that's obviously meant as a joke. You got the crowd chanting Dusty's favorite, which is really cool. Yeah, I like the little Dusty's favorite. You know? I I don't know if that's going to be like a, like a, uh, a, legit a tiny... Chant? A tiny gimmick going into that match, but um, I don't know. It's funny. We should probably go back and talk about the battle royal, though. 
Yeah, I was I was going to get to that. Okay, so starting off with the buy-in pre-show, that it will be free on YouTube, Fight TV. I'm trying to think. YouTube, Fight TV. Uh, Probably Bleacher Report. Bleacher Report. ITV. ITV Box Office. ITV4. And anyway, um, did you know that ITV is like a big... Uh, cable company in the U.S. I mean, U.K. Well, no, because I don't live in the U.K. But I did find I it out. Yeah, uh, yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't even know ITV exists. I, yeah, I didn't know them? anything about ITV. But when uh, they so, said something about ITV, all the U.K. fans started freaking out about it, and that's how I that's how I learned. Now, I wouldn't they be equivalent to like a Dish or Direct TV or like a Spectrum over here? Like here in the states, maybe I'm not exactly sure how it works. I think I think it will be equivalent to like a, a direct TV or uh, or a, uh, a dish or a spectrum over here. All right, enough jibber jabbering because we all probably already been we've been talking for about uh, twelve minutes just on that, just on the uh, conference alone. So with the buy-in battle royal, uh, the names announced: we got MJF. Joey Janela, uh, Sean Spears, Jimmy Havoc, uh, I'm trying to think here, Sonny Kiss, Brian Pillman Jr., Ace Romero, Glacier, Austin, help me, who else is in this match? Um, did you already say Jungle Boy? Jungle Boy, Luciosaurus. Uh, best friends are not in this match, are they? Who? The best friends, the tag team. Oh, I'm not sure. Oh, I, th- I think they have a tag team match. Anyway, and then, you know, lucky number 21. Who's your pick to win this match? Um, do you hear the rumor about, uh, okay, so essentially, the rumor was that Jimmy Havoc was going to win the Battle Royal. I've heard MJF, MJF was going to win. I've heard Jimmy Havoc. I've heard Sean Spears. I've heard everything under the sun. And that that was going to go into uh, Omega versus Jimmy Havoc. I Yo! Could you imagine the hardcore match those two could have? Jeez. I'm really looking for I think I think it would be cool if like Jimmy Havoc was about to win and then they uh pulled out like a uh some uh John uh John Moxley, you know. A CM Punk, Hangman Page. Yeah, um it, it, I, I I just really want John Moxley and Jimmy Havoc to go at it. That would be bananas. Um, now, okay, so do you have a prediction? Or do you uh, have something you want to say before? Uh, they wouldn't put a big twist like that on the pre-show, I don't think. But what if they do and we're both wrong? I'll just take the L's then, I guess. Jimmy I, Havoc. I would... Jimmy Havoc. Uh, all right, I'm I'm gonna go out 
I'm going to kind of stretch this out a little bit. I'm going to say Jungle Boy for the win here. Jungle Boy is a young, upcoming talent, and I think he could use the win. And I would kind of like to see a Jungle Boy Omega program. I, I think that that feud or match has potential. Because have you seen any of uh, Jungle Boy's matches? Only through clips. He's the son of, uh, who was the guy that played the Riverdale dad? His his name is slipping me. The Riverdale dad? Yeah, you know, Riverdale, the TV show? Oh, I don't, I'm, I don't know. Dang, his, his name is slipping me. I never seen Riverdale, so I everybody talks about it, but I I never seen it. Yeah, you gotta. I might watch. You gotta think about this too. Whoever wins this is going to go to main event for the title against whoever wins Jericho Mega Two. Well, they have Fryerfest coming up. You know, Fryerfest is in June. I believe it's June twentieth, so we could have a uh, new champion crowned at Fryerfest. Yeah. Uh, so um, I'm gonna go ahead. Did I already pick Jungle Boy? Yeah. The win. All right. Here, here's a match that I told you not to sleep on. Kip Saban versus Sammy Guevara. Uh, do you want to go first? I just I just wanted to be thrown out there for anybody listening that um I don't really watch independent wrestling. I really should. I don't really watch Ring of Honor. AEW is like a breath of fresh air for me because I don't know most of these guys. Which I really should because I love wrestling so much and it should be something I uh you know, expand out for, but it's really time consuming. Mm-hmm. Plus, there's just like so much of it. It's just like, oh, yeah. I don't really know who either of these guys are, but from the press. Oh, conference... oh, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up. Did you just say you don't know who Sam Guevara is? No. Okay, okay, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I, I, I just, feel like just, you're mad just at me. Talk. Just make your pick. Just, just make your pick. Well, uh, this is going to anger you more, but from, like, the press conferences and stuff, are they, like, both really good in the ring? Uh-huh. Okay, I was hoping so, because, like, talking-wise, they both seem very generic. Well, Guevara kicked uh, Saban in the dick. I mean, what else do you want from Guevara? Uh, good mic work. Um, True. Actually, 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 he did, he did all right. He was the one that was, like, having the dude put down his mic to, like, take his shirt off and stuff. He was Do you know guy. who that is? Yeah, yeah, that was that was all right. Do you know who the ring announcer is? I know uh, Chris Van Vliet did an uh, interview with him. The I'm... ring announcer for AEW? That's former WWE ring announcer. Justin Roberts. Yeah, that's the name. Yeah, I I knew who he was. I was just I wasn't sure on his name. Yeah, I I recognize him. Um, Cody. Oh, I can't I can't get that voice. 
I can't intimidate him. Uh, I really can't. Anyway, uh, who's your picking here? Or do you want to keep? Or, or do you want to talk a little bit more before we? Uh... The one who wasn't kicked in the dick. Sammy Guevara. Yes. Okay. As as much as I as I like Guevara. I'm picking Kip Saban over Sammy Guevara here because Sammy has kind of been getting a push. If you've been watching being the being the elite, uh, he he's been a little cocky and don't get me wrong, he's a real talented guy. But Guevara is a little cocky, and I think his cockiness is going to get to him tomorrow night. It, it's going to get to him. Uh, we're we're recording this the the day before. So we're going to be using tomorrow a lot. So just went throwing that out there. But I, I think his cockiness is really going to get ahead of him tomorrow night. And like Kip Saban uses it as a roll up one, two, three, or Kip Saban, uh, I forget his finisher, does some sort of a finisher and, you know, one, two, three. Yeah. I'm picking Kip Saban over Sammy Guevara. Okay. Okay. So this is a six woman tag match. Um, it. I apologize in advance because I am going to butcher these names. And have you watched any WCW on on the network? Uh, yeah, they don't they don't have much WCW on. Well, actually, yeah, they do. Watch ninety sevens. Ninety seven is the best year in WCW. Just throwing that out there. Uh, I believe it's. Edja Kong, she's she's a legend. She's won titles all over the world. She's like that true monster heel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we have Aja Kong, Yukuna Sasuki, Emmy and Emmy Sakura. I, I like I said in advance. I I am sorry. I'm going to butcher these names. Versus Hiroko Shida, Riho. And Raho Mizium. I, I believe and I believe I, I said that right. If if I am wrong, please correct me on that. So who are you picking? Mm, you know what? You go first this time. I'm picking Asia Kong. Uh, Yuka Suzuki, 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 however you say it, and Emi Sakura over Hiroku, Shida, Riho, and Ryo Mizium. That's who I'm picking. I'm picking AJ, uh, uh, Asia Kong's team over, over, yeah, the, the second team. I don't feel like saying those names again. All right. Um, I'm going the opposite of you, just to be okay. different. You're, you're going the opposite of me. Yep. Okay. All right, you're you're not even gonna try to pronounce some of those names, are you? Nope. That's why I wanted you to go first. All right. All right. So next up, we have the women's triple threat match: Britt Baker versus Kylie Ray versus Nyla Rose. I'm gonna be honest with you. I have never heard of Nyla Rose until now. Just being honest with you. And have you watched the the? Uh, Road to Double or Nothing series on Cody's YouTube channel. Yeah, 
Do you remember Wednesday's episode when Brandy FaceTimed all three women and she said that she's her fa- that they're her favorite to win? Yeah. Uh one thing one thing that I noticed here before I take my pick. Did you notice that Kylie Ray's entrance music is the Pokemon theme song? I did. Now I I I I watched Pokemon when I was younger. I do not watch anime anymore. Don't watch anime. Uh but don't you think they would get copyrighted for that? Yeah, on, <laughs> if they played it on like TNT. But can they do it on pay-per-view though? Yeah, they probably can actually. Or, or were they still get copyrighted for that? that that's what I was sure. wondering about. That's what I was wondering about. But I'm picking Brick. Br- I can't speak tonight. But I'm picking Brick Breaker over K- Kylie Ray and Nyla, not Nyla Rose. I cannot speak tonight. Good lord. Uh, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna pick Nyla Rose. I. I think Nyla Rose will get a lot of offense in this match because she's the the uh, bigger woman, you know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean by that. But I think she will have time to establish herself and become a dominant threat in AEW's women's division. But did you know that Britt Baker Britt Baker is an actual dentist? Really? Uh huh. Look it up. All right. So, uh, you're picking Nyla Rose, and I'm picking Britt Baker. Britt Baker. All right. So next up, we have Best Friends versus Angelico and Jack Evans. Now, being on uh, being the elite, uh, remember how they were originally in the Battle Royal, and then they said we want tag team competition, and yeah, all that. Well, they got uh, competition and and Helico and Jack Evans. Did you watch Lucha Underground that much when it was still a TV show? Not really. You you watched it though, right? You you have you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay, I believe the first two seasons are on Netflix. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, I liked Lucha Underground. I just never really could you know get into it. And Helico, I believe, was in Lucha Underground, and Jack Evans is a uh, is a uh, from is a uh, yeah British wrestler. And Helico and Jack Evans are from Triple A. Oh, uh, do you want to go first? Uh, best friends. You're picking best friends. All right. That's that's who I was picking, but uh, you know what? Screw it. I'll go best friends as well. Um, I'm picking best friends because I've seen their work in New Japan. Uh, they're a they're a very talented tag team. Uh, have you have you seen some of uh best friends work? Yeah, a few clips. A few a few clips here and there. I I think they really work well. As a team, best friends do Ch- uh, Chucky T and Trent Peretta. Next up, we have 
shoot. Next up, we have South Cow Uncensored or SCU over or SCU. Excuse me, let me redo that line. South Cow Uncensored or SCU. Hashtag worst town I've ever been in. Um, versus uh, Shima, T Hawk, and L Lindemann. Uh, which is OWE. If you're not familiar with OWE, it is a Chinese-based promotion where they do a bunch of flips and, you know, it's kind of has a jujitsu karate influence. And uh, I'm going to let you go first. Who are you picking, Shima and OWE or South Cal Uncensored? Uh, Uncensored. Have you seen some of uh, South Cal SCU's work? Yes. They they impressed me. Christopher Daniels and Frankie C. Kazarian have been at, at or two veterans. And uh, I think they're going to lead SCU to a win here. So that's two matches we agree on. Yeah. Next up, we have the Lucha Bros versus the Young Bucks for the AAA World Tag Team titles. This is going to be hard for me because I I really enjoy both teams. Lucha so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and let you pick. What'd you say? Lucha Bros. Why are you picking Lucha Bros? Few reasons. I think because the Young Bucks are like, you know, they're huge in the creation of AEW. I think they want to build up them getting the championships a bit more, even though, like, winning against the Lucha Bros on the first show is huge. Um, also, I think they want to uh, throw it out there that um, just because they're creating the show, they're not always going to book themselves to win. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking it's going to be the Lucha Bros. Just now, I I was thinking about this when you were making your selection, and I'm picking the Young Bucks to retain. Now, as you may know, Austin, personally, the Young Bucks are one of my favorite tag teams. Yeah. And they're proclaimed the best tag team in the world. Now, that can be, the, that can be debated. I can debate that, but I like the Young Bucks a lot. And... Um. So yeah, I'm picking the Young Bucks to retain. Uh, if you haven't seen their match from Mexico, Triple A Mexi- in Mexico, a couple months ago, I believe it, that match happened back in March. That match was fantastic, and back in February, when the Lucha Bros made their way to the ticket announcement press conference, uh, when Pentagon pile drived one of the Young Bucks onto the stage. Um, I think I think this match has the potential to be a amazing match. What about you? Yeah, it's definitely going to be up there. Mm-hmm. I I I thought for sure they're going to have it main event, just because they went on about it, you know, being they're going to uh, focus on tag team wrestling more, and it's the Young Bucks and everything, you know. And I think it's the only championship match on the card, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, so I thought for sure it was going to be main event. But it's well, not. I, I think 
that tag I'm a huge fan of tag team wrestling. And I think tag team wrestling needs to be uh respected in AEW. Because if you if you look at WWE and their situation right now, tag team wrestling, they could give they could give two Fs about tag team wrestling. I mean, I forgot up until yesterday that Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder were the world tag team champions. You know, I wasn't the biggest fan of tag team wrestling. I just thought it was whatever until I started watching some more New Japan. And then I realized that it could be, it could be insane. So, yeah, I definitely agree with you. All right. So next match, uh, we might uh, or might not agree with this. Uh, Cody Rhodes versus Dustin Rhodes, a.k.a. Gold Dust. Now, a lot of people are thinking, could this be Dustin's uh, retirement match? Because he's been in the business for 30 plus years. He took a stupid idea in the Gold Dust gimmick. And he he made that gimmick. Iconic. Iconic. What he was able to do with the gold dust gimmick is crazy. It's unbelievable. And uh, you know what? Since uh, do you want to go first on this one, or are you going to let me go first? Uh, you can go first if you want. You know who I'm picking in this match? Cody. Yes, sir. All right. Explain why. I'm picking Cody because uh, Cody has been saying that he wants to kill the Attitude Era, and he said in his promo video that he's that that's what that's that 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 is everything that Dustin stands for. He stands for a dead era, and he wants to kill off quote unquote the Attitude Era. By beating his brother tomorrow night. And I think he will stand by his word. And. And. Uh, you know. Win. It would be. A nice feel good moment. Of like. Say Dustin won. And then afterwards. It's like oh you know. The Attitude Era lives on. You know, mm-hmm. nice little nod to uh, who they grew up watching. At least, like, you know, younger talent and, like, you know, nice little nod. But, um, yeah, Cody's going to win. <laughs> yeah, Cody's going to win. Um, it's his company. He set out to uh, make a clear, um, a clear message. The Attitude Era is dead. And I don't think he would have unless, you know, he's going to carry out beating Dustin Rhodes. Cody's got to build himself as a superstar for the sake of AEW. Mm -hmm. So he's got to win. This is most likely going to be Goldust's last match. And you know uh, how the wrestling business goes on your last match. You retire. Yeah, on your last match, you lose it for a uh, younger talent. Mm-hmm. Who else is better? 
than, you know, his own brother. So, yeah. That's my pick, Cody. (laughs) Now, we have the main event for the winner of this match. We'll get a title shot at the next AEW show, or should I say later down the line, and gets the winner of the Over the Budget Battle Royal. Or the Casino Battle Royal. That's how they're uh, branding this. Battle Royal. Um, Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega number numero uno. Austin? Mm-hmm. You go first. Oh, this one's hard. Kenny Omega. You just said it was hard. (laughs) Kenny Omega. Explain your reasoning. Uh, Close to the same reasoning as Cody's. Um, They're trying to build a big, a big company. And, uh, you know, Kenny Omega... He's an AEW guy. Mm-hmm. They're going to want to, you know, have the AEW guy look strong for the sake of AEW. The only reason I think Jericho would win is because they want to keep Jericho around. And Jericho's, you know, bound to go places he's going to win at rather than lose. And he's got that thing in uh, Dominion, I think, coming up. Versus Okada. Yeah, so um, he might want to look strong for that. And if he loses, a tamper it. And also, if he won, he'd be going into uh, the next AEW pay-per-view with the gimmick of, hey, if I defend against Okada and whoever wins the Battle Royal... You know, I could be double champion, and that'd be crazy. But I, I think Omega's gonna win for the sole sake of um. Omega's got this aura around him, you know, the five star bout machine or whatever, and mm. um, in AEW, I don't think they want to tamper with that. I think they want to keep that aura alive because Kenny Omega has some real star power. And what AEW needs in the early days is star power. They want to get people, they want to get eyes on their product. They want to keep eyes on their product. Uh, Jericho's not going to be there 24-7. Omega will. So, yeah, Omega. <laughs> now, this one, I was I was kind of thinking about this as you were uh, giving your explanation there. Uh, and it, it's kind of a toss-up. As you know, I am a fan of both guys, as you know. And d- did you know that? <laughs> yeah. He's your favorite legend of all time, isn't he? Uh-huh. You kind of spoiled my pick there. Chris Jericho. I'm picking just Chris Jericho for one or two reasons here. The man's 48 years old, and he's still in the business. He is one of the best at innovating himself as time goes on. Do you see his new finisher? The Judas effect. It's it's like it's a pretty much a uh, spinning back elbow. And the spinning back elbow 
is so dangerous that they don't even do it in UFC or MMA, whatever you want to call it. I, I think that spinning back elbow, the Judas effect, as he's calling it, can, has the chance to be a legit finisher. Now, is he still going to use the code breaker as a as like a signature move? Maybe. Maybe. But I don't know if you heard his, his podcast episode. I don't know if you heard the Talk is Jericho episode about this. Uh, he said that he worked on this Judas effect because the Lion's Hammer, or the, excuse me, Walls of Jericho, and the uh, Codebreaker are hard bumps. You know, the man's 48 years old. He doesn't want to be taking all these hard bumps. And he said that the Judas effect is easy. It's an easy bump to perform. And it's easy for the guy, you know, selling the move. The guy taking the move, it's, it's easy for him to sell it more. Because I don't know how you would sell the the uh, you know you you get where I'm going with this because yeah yeah it, it's just easy it's just an easier bump to take and you don't have to all you got to do with the Judas effect is sell it that's that's really the key there from what I've seen you you don't have to take a big bump and all you got to do is sell it that that's that's where I'm going. With it. Mhm. Mhm. Now we've been going strong for about forty minutes now. Forty-one. Jeez, can't believe we've been talking forty-one minutes already. Um, do you have any final thoughts before we end this episode? Yeah, that is about to be the smartiest crowd to ever to ever be. At double or nothing. I just wanted to throw uh-huh. that out there. What do you mean by like smartiest crowd? Like I, I, I get where you're going there, but I can smell like all the all the virgin marks, the WWE virgin marks, if you want to tell them, if, if that's what you want to call them. I can Mark, Mark them. Central. I can just see them on Twitter, and saying, "Well, this show sucks. So why would you pay?" Fifty dollars for a wrestling show when you can pay ten ninety nine a month. Well, shut up. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I, I bet all these WWE loyalists. I bet they still don't don't realize the fact that this show is real. And you know, Connor, we're both WWE guys, but we're not loyal to one brand. Exactly, it's a brand. It's not supposed to have loyalty attached to it. I didn't get married to the WWE, you know? Yeah, but it's also the brand that we've been watching the longest. And it's it's nice to have this, this uh, you know, this alternative. This other company that if WWE is sucking like, like it is right now, we can turn back to and we can watch AEW. You know what I'm saying? You know, but before we had this alternative, we had New Japan, Ring of Honor, Progress. Don't get me wrong, that that 
those promotions are fantastic, and so is NXT. And fantastic. But NXT gets kind of stale after a while. You know what I'm doing? You know what? You know where I'm going with this? Yeah. Have you seen that meme on the internet? It's uh, it's Star Wars, and it's um, Kylo Ren. Yeah, Kylo Ren staring at the uh, old, broken down Darth Vader mask, uh-huh. and he's saying, "I will finish what you started." And on Kylo Ren, it's A W, and then on the Darth Vader mask, it's W C W. Yeah, and that and that's funny, but it also gave me chills, kind of. It, it it kind of it, when you know the whole story of how WCW folded in early two thousands, and when you when you look back at the booking decisions, it's it's a scary thought. It, it really is. It's a it's a scary thought to think about. Could AEW go the same way? That WCW did. It's it's just you know scary to think about. Yeah, I totally agree. And before we close the show for good, uh, do you have anything else that you want to say? One last thing before we hang up the boots. It's probably going to be a fantastic show, and that's all I gotta say. Yeah, I have no doubt. And I'm telling you what, you know, I I think that we are going to see the start of a revolution, if you want to put it into Chris Jericho's words, a, a start where we have this alternative. How long do you think the the show's gonna go on for? The the actual pay-per-view? Yes. Three hours. Ah, so it's gonna be four hours all set. Three hours. With the pre-show. Yeah. Main show, three hours, pre-show an hour. You know, we don't get these, you know, five-hour total WWE pay-per-views where the main card is four hours long and the pre-show an hour on top of that. I don't want a four-hour-long main show. I want three hours, eight to eleven, done. That's what I want in a wrestling show: eight o'clock to eleven o'clock, done. That's what I want. Now, Connor, I haven't really talked to you about this, so I'm kind of putting you on the spot here. But uh, I think I'd be down for a podcast episode where we talk about um, the state of the TV deal also later down the line. With AEW? Yes, yes. With TNT in October. That is something I'm going to have to keep in my back pocket. Okay, I'm, I'm going to keep that in my back pocket. But, um... I just wanted to say we will have a review on Double or Nothing Monday. And uh, we will have a review on Monday. And uh, I really don't know what else to say, guys. So we will be out. Peace, guys. Have fun. Peace.
Enjoy the show, everybody.